Hi, it's Liana Bolden with Eternally Speaking Now. Do you know what the name Yahweh means? Yahweh is the same as Jehovah, and it means the Lord, the self-existent, eternal God. So I've titled this today, Yahweh, Not My Way. The name Yahweh first appears in the Bible after Abraham radically surrendered everything to the Lord. He gave over himself, his child, his future, and his own understanding of what God had promised to him. Abraham surrendered to and obeyed Yahweh, Jehovah, the Lord, the self-existent eternal God, even giving up his own son to be sacrificed to the self-existent eternal God. But then God rushed in. He brought the substitute ram for Abraham's obedient offering. See, Abraham had learned that Yahweh was better than his own way. He was willing to give up everything, trusting the way of Yahweh and not his own way. After Abraham experienced this supernatural provision by God, as God provided the ram, the sacrifice for the offering instead of his son Isaac, he testified to God's faithful character in Genesis 22, verse 14. This is what that verse says. Abraham called the name of the place, and he's talking, by the way, about the place where he climbed the mount and he offered up his son, Isaac, as God told him to do. And then God came and, and brought the ram. He called that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. That's verse 14 in Genesis 22. This is actually one of the many promises that God gave me before we moved from Texas to Illinois five years ago. <laughs> and you know what? I can confidently report and testify right now that he has unfailingly kept his word. But do notice what the word of God says here. It's in the mount of the Lord where he provides. It's in the mount of the Lord where he provides. Let's go back to Genesis twenty-two fourteen. Let me read that to you again. Abraham called the name of the place the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, ready? In the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. In other words, we need to climb the mountain in order to experience his provision. Have you ever climbed a mountain? <laughs> I mean, literally, I have. <laughs> I have climbed literal mountains. I've also climbed spiritual mountains, both take effort, determination, and perseverance, don't they? Both physical and spiritual mountains involve sweat, uh, occasional tears, <laughs> and aching muscles. But, oh, all of that fades in comparison to the thrill of reaching the peak, seeing a new perspective, delighting in the cool breeze, and savoring the sweet satisfaction of ascension. I guess if I sat on my couch all day, to some degree, God would still give me things I need. 
He'd furnish oxygen so I could breathe, food until it runs out, and a roof over my head until the ceiling caves. <laughs> Indeed, God does provide for us every day. Whether we're getting up and climbing the mountains he calls us to, he does provide in ways that we can't even see and are always beyond what we can deserve. But looking more closely at the word provide in Genesis twenty-two fourteen that I've quoted a couple times for you, when we look at the Hebrew root word for provide there, it goes much farther than meeting basic needs like food and clothing. So again, I want you to say, or hear with me as I say, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. The name of the places the Lord will provide. That word provide there is ra'ah, R-A-A-H. And here are a few of its meanings. Ra'ah, or provide, means to see, to consider, discern, make to enjoy, have experience, gaze, take heed, meet, be near, perceive, think, <laughs> view, and visions. Now follow me on this if, if you may. Listen, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. It shall be seen, discerned, made to enjoy, have experience. In the mount of the Lord, it shall be in view. It shall be near. Take heed. So let me ask you a question. What is it? If in the mountain of the Lord, it shall be provided, what is it? What is it that God's talking about? Well, people, it's whatever we need from the Lord. Whatever you need from the Lord, it will be provided. Name that thing you need from the Lord right now. And it shall be shown, beheld, enjoyed, perceived, viewed, experienced, and discerned by you. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I'll take the mount of the Lord over a creaking couch and a rotting roof any day. I choose Yahweh, not my way. How about you? <laughs> Let me leave you with the challenge. I guess I'd like to ask another question. What exactly is the mount of the Lord and how do we get there? And what may be that thing that he's promising to provide? Because what I see in Genesis 22, I believe the Lord is showing us the mount is whatever God's calling us to do, right? What is he calling you to do? We get there by surrendering to Yahweh and obeying him. We get there by, by being willing to surrender to him. And then he bestows, he grants vision or substance for whatever it is we need. And since his way is better than ours, he supplies even more than we need. A little over five years ago, as we were praying about transferring to Illinois, God called me to a deeper place of radical surrender to him. I had to trust that his way was better than mine. A week after I officially yielded everything afresh to him, a new fear about moving just threatened me. <laughs> I came to the Lord and I respectfully reminded him of his word, <laughs> saying, saying something like, Lord, 
I'm doing my best to obey you. Your word promises you'll provide the ram for my sacrifice, but, um, excuse me, but where is the ram? Do you know what the Holy Spirit immediately replied? With truth from his word, he said, daughter, you haven't gone up the mount yet. <laughs> there I was sitting on the piano bench in our little entryway in our home in Texas. I was like, of course, we hadn't made the move yet. I hadn't gone up the mount. Yes, we had committed to doing it. We, we were walking forward in obedience. But we had to make that next step a reality. And sure enough, it was after our feet hit the ground in Illinois when God provided the quote ram and another and more and more again and again in every single situation, every time that I have been willing to bow down and sacrifice a new thing, a new situation, the people in my life, my heart or my needs, everything to my heavenly father, I tell you, he has swooped in to deliver and to provide in ways I never, ever could have designed. And you know what? As a result, I truly have seen, beheld, enjoyed, discerned, and experienced God's provision and glory in ways I could not describe in human words. It all comes down to surrendering to God and obeying his way. Yahweh is better than my way. In the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. What is your mount? What has the Holy Spirit been nudging you to do, say, or change? Where has he been calling you to go? Physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, where is he calling you to go? Go climb that mount. If Yahweh has told you to do it, then do it. And please don't be afraid. Remember that God is for you, not against you. Throughout scripture, mountains depict a place to escape from harm, to dwell in safety. Mountains are always a place to worship God and to experience his holiness and his supernatural presence. It's a good place to go up that mount if the Lord is calling you to go. After we yield to Yahweh and obey him, he provides the vision and the provision we so greatly need. What a thrill. It's a thrill. Oh, Lord Jesus, may we see with your vision from our mountaintops as we choose your way, not ours. Amen.